Hey everyone, how's it going? I thought I would take a break from reading Under the Dome to talk about some Stephen King television. As I know, we are watching a lot of television these days um, as we are shut up in our homes. Um, so I wanted to talk about Mr. Mercedes and The Outsider. Um, Mr. Mercedes is on the Audience Network and I just finished watching the first two seasons and love, love, loved it. Um, for if you haven't read the Mr. Mercedes trilogy, um, I recommend if you're someone who uh, likes crime fiction or thrillers, this is sort of Stephen King in rare form. He really sort of took a break from, well, <laughs> a little break from paranormal stuff and some of his more um, creepy or spookier elements and kind of... Uh, created this character of Bill Hodges, who's a retired detective. Um, and so there's a lot of sort of ex-police stuff, detective stuff in Bill's life. And it really makes for a, a cool story. I think the trilogy it's, uh, itself was a very uh, cool series of books. Um, I enjoyed them. I wouldn't say I loved them, only because I think that... The crime fiction aspect of it, I think, makes it a little tricky to really, really get a deep dive into characters because we're constantly, as readers, just wanting the bad guy to get caught and wanting justice to be served. At least that's how I sort of viewed it. Um, but Bill Hodges was a really uh, cool character to follow along for three novels. Um, that is where we first meet the character Holly Gibney, who's a very brilliant, quirky, um, who a sidekick slash assistant who comes into Bill's life in the first novel, Mr. Mercedes. Um, and then uh, I she starts to show up actually everywhere. She shows up in The Outsider. So we uh, are seeing Holly Gibney a lot. Um, when I first read her in the novel, she seems incredibly manic and all moments of mania as well as depression. She's a chain smoker. She seems sort of very withdrawn socially. Um, in the show of Mr. Mercedes, Holly is a little sunnier. She's a little more um, cutesy and quirky and um, the actress who plays, plays her I think really brings a sunnier disposition and sweeter side, which is cool. Um, but when I read her in the novel, I definitely got a much more somber vibe from Holly. Um, she's incredibly talented, um, but a little, little bit of an awkward turtle. So it's kind of nice as the Mr. Mercedes trilogy goes along to really see her character develop and see her come to really trust Bill and uh, their relationship together is a really great part of the novels. Um, with the show, Mr. Mercedes, they have the actor Brendan Gleeson play uh, Bill Hodges, which I really only know him from the Harry Potter films. <laughs> he, pl he plays Professor Mad-Eye Moody for all of my Harry Potter fans out there. Um, but he's an Irish actor, and what's so fun is they let him keep that accent uh, in the show, which is awesome because it totally works. Um, what's also really enjoyable about Mr. Mercedes 
Mercedes is King writes a lot of wonderful side characters that really bring a lot of lightness to Bill's life because it's a little bit of a dark tale. Bill is haunted by the Mercedes killings in which this insane sociopath named Brady Hartsfield um, gets a Mercedes and murders a whole bunch of innocent bystanders um, who are standing in line at a job fair. And so uh, it's really dark. There's a little bit of a dark subject there um, as we get into the series, but then it's just cat and mouse the whole time, which is pretty cool. Um, but Brendan Gleeson does an amazing job. He's so likable as just a grumpy curmudgeon who's a little bit haunted by um, the Mercedes killings. Brady Hartsfield is uh, pretty sinister. He he is a villain. There is very, very little redeemable qualities to his character, especially uh, when King it does a very sort of bold um, slice of narration and allows Brady to narrate um, parts of the of Mr. Mercedes, and it's it's gross. He's a really terrible villain in terms of just his sinister detached nature so i remember as i was reading through the 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 novel i was put off a lot by by brady um it must have been fun to write though i i assume that when you have a really disgusting um, presence, like a very deprived nature, and you're writing from that perspective, it, it might be fun to really sort of get out <laughs> whatever whatever freak show you have dancing around in your brain. Um, but I remember being very, very repelled by Brady. Um, he is a victim, the character Brady, of sexual abuse in the home. So there's a little bit like a microscopic amount of the side to his villainy where you do pity him a little bit but he's such a dark villain that it's there's really not much room for feeling any you know feeling sorry for or, or empathy of any kind for this person or sympathy um but the show does an amazing job with who they've cast um and what's cool is brady hartsfield is in the first and third novel of the mercedes trilogy but in this tv show they do first and second season so it's really nice if you want a nice long binge watch you can just go right into from season one into season two they're really seamless and they just go right together so it's like a giant movie um i really enjoyed it very very, very cool. Um, the second novel of the Mercedes trilogy is Finders Keepers, and that one uh, kind of takes a different direction and gives a little bit of the, the misery vibe in terms of about a obsessed fan and a best-selling author. A little bit of that vibe. Um, season three, I have not yet started of that of Mr. Mercedes, but um, I'm excited to dive in. But I highly, highly recommend um, if you're looking for just kind of a good uh, cop thriller um, with a little bit, tiny bit of, of Supernatural, just like a sprinkling of it, um, it's it's done really, really well. The performances are standout. Little bit of guts and gore. For me, I'm a, I'm a delicate slipped snowflake, ladies and gentlemen. I am a sensitive Sally. So um, I'm going to tell everybody when there's blood, guts, and gore just because. That's, that's my wheelhouse. That's how I roll. Um, only because, you know... Um, 
yeah, it should go without thinking that King is, uh, he writes about violence, he writes about terror, he writes about scary things, but, you know, I still would like to, you know, to give people a heads up. Um, in Mr. Mercedes, it's a little blood-soaked, uh, to begin with. Um, there are some pretty violent deaths, but I'm, I'm the kind of gal who puts a hand in front of her face and turns away during gore like that, um, mostly because, um, this is an extra special glimpse into my life, I guess, but being a writer and being someone who loves imagination, when I encounter terrifying things, they kind of lodge in my brain, like, you know, stickers on your socks when you were kids running through the fields, wherever it was you ran. Um, it takes a really long time to get scary stuff out of my brain. Um, just just the way I'm wired, I guess. And so for me, I have to be really careful with what I let in there, um, which is why it's such a puzzling thing to love Stephen King so much because some of his stuff is really scary, but the good stuff is so good that that's why we're here. Um, but I, uh, there's some, there's some, you know, a little graphic violence here and there. Um, there's, there's one death in particular that's just like gross. You're, you're like, I, there was a, a large chunk of, of time where I just had my, a pillow over my face. Cause I'm like, this is just, this is grotesque. This is, this is too long. This is too long of a very violent death. Um, but overall, I think that the uh, the acting and the story and everything's working so well that I'm able to just take the bad with the good, and there's much more good than bad. Um, but uh, definitely, definitely, if you're interested in Mr. Mercedes, the show is A+. plus. It's kick-ass. Definitely go for it. Um, and then once you're done with that, if you want to continue on the Stephen King television train, highly, highly, highly recommend um, going over to HBO and watching The Outsider because that is amazing. So badass. Um, I got The Outsider for Christmas. Um, I want to say, gosh, it came out... 2018 2019 it's so new it's so hot off the presses so i was really uh, very surprised when i realized that hbo had done an adaptation already because it's a, a really really new book um but it's wonderful in the same vein as the mercedes trilogy um stephen king is continuing on with the crime fiction so the first half of the outsider is awesome police procedural. Very, very cool. Um, really sort of creates that slow burn, that ominous mystery where as you're reading, you're just like, what the hell is going on? Like, what is going on? This is so mysterious. Um, so I really was buckled up for that ride right off the uh, right off the bat. Second half is a Stephen King novel um, in terms of the paranormal creeping in to a larger degree. So kind of keep that in mind. Um, I'm going to keep it as spoiler free as possible. Um, the show, again, fantastic actors. They have Ben Mendelsohn playing Ralph Emerson um, and Cynthia Erivo playing Holly Gibney, which is why it's so recommended that you watch these two shows, guys, because you're seeing two character portrayals um, from two different actresses. And I really would love to hear which what your thoughts are. Um, the actress in Mr. Mercedes plays um, Holly kind of more of a, a teen in, in even though she's much older in her in her 30s she has a real sort of naivete or 
I don't know, a, a little sunnier, um, sweet, uh, whereas uh, Cynthia Erivo's performance in the HBO adaptation of Holly is more calculating and she's much more um, serious and uh, methodical. And so I, I really enjoy both of their performances. I can't really... I think they both shine uh, light on two aspects of this very interesting character. Um, the thing that I'll say, though, is I like Holly Gibney a lot. I think she's cool. But I don't really understand why she's in so many novels of Stephen King. For me, she just seems like a quirky, interesting um, sidekick. I, I don't know. She's she I, I wouldn't find I don't find her as compelling as some of the other characters that King has in the canon. Um, and so that's why I'm curious. I'm curious um, for all of you guys, especially if you've read the Mercedes trilogy, why why do you think that Holly is is featured so prominently? Is it because she's just light um, on the page and you know just like you know Watson to to Sherlock where she's just indispensable but when she's actually on screen it's she's slightly forgettable I don't know so um, that's a big mystery because she is in four novels and Stephen King is releasing a short story collection this month actually coming up called If It Bleeds and it is rumored that Holly will be in a short story in that collection. So that's five, five, five books of this one character. So I'm very, very curious as to what all of your thoughts are because I like Holly. I just don't love her. I don't really get, you know, what's uh what's going on with that someone like danny torrance from from the shining or any of the characters from the stand or any of the characters of the losers club from it like those are you know i i those guys all day but holly i'm 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 interested to see what you guys think um i digress so back to the uh the outsider hbo television show um the awesomeness is just in the writing. They got Richard Price, who wrote The Wire, I believe, or one of the writers in The Wire, which is a masterful television show if you haven't seen it. Um, definitely, he's uh, very impressive in adapting this story. Um, for those who have read the Outsider novel, uh, I find that the actual a HBO adaptation is darker than the novel. Um, there are certain characters in the novel that are alive and well, and then when the TV show comes on, they are dead, and it's darker, and the tone is way more somber, and I was just like, whoa, this is way heavier than the actual novel was. So. If you enjoyed the show already, uh, definitely give the novel a go because it's not as intense as the show. I have noticed that lately, um, that a lot of um, creators really take the Stephen King uh, material and really just ramp it up and go to the 10th power with violence and darkness. Um, last fall, Dr. Sleep came out in theaters, which I enjoyed the book 
uh, and then the the movie came out, and holy hell, was it darker! So much darker. There is a death in the novel of a child, and it's it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough to to get through, but it's only gosh, maybe a paragraph in description. It's really not that bad. Whereas in the movie, oh my God, you guys, like uh, it was a very, very difficult scene for me to watch. Granted, I am a sensitive Sally, but there was cast interviews where even some of the actors had a very difficult time filming this scene where a child is murdered. Um, and I was, I was quite shocked. I was quite shocked by how dark they took it. They just went down the rabbit hole with the darkness and with the um, gore. So uh, I have noticed that that is, that is a thing with these, uh, these cinema folk of really, really oh, turning, turning it up with, <laughs> with the violence because I was pretty shocked with what um, was portrayed in Dr. Sleep, which that'll be another one I'll talk about um, a little while later. But the same sort of content happened with um, The Outsider in terms of just a darker tone uh, of the entire story overall. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. They, the creative license they took was true to the spirit of the book, was true to the overall outcome of some of the character arcs. And they just did a great job. They did a great job with it. Performances are strong. And um, this isn't so much of a spoiler, but there is a romance in the outsider television show that is not in the novel. And I'm, I love it so much. It's it's great. It's welcome and not out of place. It's really just enjoyable to see, especially for the characters involved. So for me, The Outsider was just an A-plus adaptation. I thought it was kick-ass. I loved it. Um, it enhanced the novel, um, but also really demonstrates what a cool adaptation can be. One that's well-written, has awesome actors, and I think Mr. King is due. Um, I think a lot of his adaptations are... Mm, I haven't seen all of them. Uh, there are other podcasts who really go in-depth on the, the fantastic... Uh, awfulness of some of the adaptations but um oftentimes they're they they don't really shine bright but the outsider shines really bright so i highly recommend and it's creepy but not super terrifying a couple creepy moments a little bit of violence with kids just kind of a heads up please have your pillow ready your hand in front of your face if you are triggered by that um but for the most part it's it's digestible and the performances really just make it amazing. So my uh, votes are two solid uh, mega thumbs up for the Mer Mr. Mercedes uh, television show, as well as The Outsider. They are Mr. King with his crime fiction hat on, which is a really fun hat. It's it's fun to be in that world with him because we don't see it often in the other novels. Um, so I highly recommend that you uh, get your get your couch and your uh, your TV ready for, for those ones. They're so enjoyable. Um, I've had many friends who are not Stephen King fans really enjoy both of them because they're just well done characters. So definitely check those out as soon as you get a chance. So going forward, those uh, are 
two of my faves at the moment in terms of television shows. I uh, will talk about Castle Rock on Hulu. Uh, in my opinion, I really believe that Castle Rock, the show, is best... Uh, let's see. Drawing a blank. For those who have read sort of King's older works, such as Salem's Lot, Needful Things, Misery, uh, The Stand, these are some of the older King stuff where the characters and the locations uh, I think will really ring bells for those Stephen King fans who have um, read those. There's there's a couple hot and colds with um, with some of the reviews on, on Castle Rock. I enjoyed it. We'll talk about that one a little bit later because it's a little bit of a big enchilada in terms of everything that's involved. But um, in a real quick and dirty, I felt season two was a little stronger in terms of just everything. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more. Season one, pretty cool, uh, but a little bit too many questions. So we'll we'll take a deeper dive into Castle Rock. I, I recommend though, if you just want to dive in and get lost into a series, plug in Castle Rock on Hulu right away, um, and then you can kind of connect the dots later. Um, but overall, uh, Mr. King had a very good 2019 in terms of television adaptations. Um, so I highly recommend those. I'm going to get back to finishing up Under the Dome and uh, writing some of my notes and have that ready hopefully by our next podcast and uh, we'll take that deep dive i'm excited it is uh, getting crazy i'm i'm in the final act here and stuff's stuff's happening stuff's getting weird so i hope wherever you are you are um being safe stay inside as much as you can please so uh you know we can enjoy the brighter days that are on the way So take care, everybody, and I'll talk to you later.